Hello, everybody. This is the Friendly Bear Podcast, where we interview some of the best and brightest traders in the trading community. Listen to inspiring stories and nuggets of insight from current and future game changers in the trading space. Listen and learn as we explore all types of trading niches with some of the best in the industry from a Friendly Bear point of view. Make sure to check out the Friendly Bear Podcast new YouTube channel called Friendly Bear Research, which includes all the podcast video content and supplemental screen shares. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes. With that being said, I'm your host, David, a.k.a. Reverse Long, and this is the Friendly Bear Podcast. Let's dive in. All right, guys, this is David, a.k.a. Reverse Long with the Friendly Bear Podcast. Today, I'm in Miami checking out the North American Bitcoin Conference, the TNABC, and a lot of history over here. So it started around 10 years ago with this guy, Mo Levin. Um, yeah, you know, and it's in the Hyatt Regency, uh, the Miami Convention Center. It's pretty interesting because like, I was here, the last time I was here was when I was a kid and I was watching the Ninja Turtles live. <laughs> so that's the last time I was here, which is pretty cool. It brings a lot of memories just with that. But anyway, um, yeah, and, and yeah, and so what's crazy is that like uh 2014 the the north american bitcoin conference is when vitalik buterin the guy that's that started ethereum um he revealed ethereum here and yeah at that time he was 19 years old he was the head of a bitcoin magazine back then and he gave a 25 i think 25 minute speech on ethereum and he launched it here so that they had a lot of history here so a lot of people come here to network and yeah right now i think it's like 5000 people that came here for this event and like to network and stuff and it's pretty interesting like i'm i'm not a bitcoin hodler by any means um i used to be really bearish on it but you know and then i just kind of kept quiet now you know it's, I, I was wrong <laughs> so it, but it's interesting you know a lot of history here and you know just to be open minded i had the opportunity to to get tickets um Someone gave me tickets from the Puerto Rico office, but they go for around, they went for around a thousand dollars, but very, very expensive, kind of weeds out the crowd. So everybody here is pretty serious about Bitcoin. But um, I want to give a background on Mo Levin. So Mo Levin, <clears throat> okay, I'm going to read the excerpt from the, from the magazine here of uh, the Bitcoin magazine, Crypto Bitcoin Conference. I don't know if you can see it, but um, anyway, it says in 2011, Forbes said, so that's the end of Bitcoin then. The price at the time was $15.15. Fortune magazine boldly claimed in 2015, Bitcoin will not survive when the price was a mere $395.67. In 2020, when Bitcoin had reached $40,797, no, $40, Peter Schiff made the straight face comment, Bitcoin is fool's gold and anybody buying is ultimately a fool. And just that month, the Bank of England said, Bitcoin could be worthless and people investing should be prepared to lose everything. So, yeah, you know, these people are really, really bullish on Bitcoin and Peter Schiff. It, actually, Bitcoin has kind of taken a, a nosedive recently, but um, it has, you know, it's not at $15. This is crazy. In 2011, Bitcoin was at $15. And in 2015, it was $395. That's insane. And now it's, it's uh, hanging around the 40,000s. 
But anyway, day one was pretty cool. So I flew in from Los Angeles straight over here. The flights are getting canceled left and right. I don't know what's going on with the airlines. Apparently, they don't have enough staff to uh, run the airlines, you know. So and everybody's getting the pilots apparently are failing COVID tests, even though they're yeah. So it's it's insane. Just um, I got to fly to Puerto Rico after this event. Hopefully that doesn't get canceled. But um, but yeah, you know, really interesting stuff. Okay, so. <clears throat> I'm here for all three days. So yesterday was the first day. Um, okay, so yesterday we had Mark Cuban speak. And uh, yeah, Mark Cuban's a big, big time NFT guy and uh, crypto and all that stuff. Um, I kind of knew about his background uh, vaguely, but like he talked about it um, more in depth yesterday. It was That was probably like my the, the best speech of the day i think for me one of the best speeches it was a lot so the, it goes from 10 a.m to 5 p.m non-stop just people coming in one at a time giving their presentations and talking but cuban talked about like uh, his 1998-99 or around then when he was trying to watch football games from the indiana university hoosiers football games in texas because he, he graduated from indiana and that was you know he was big on sports over there so he started broadcast.com to uh broadcast uh the games over the radio but through the internet i don't know i'm not 100 sure how it works but yeah he started broadcast.com at the it, during the internet bubble and then yahoo bought it gave him 5.6 million dollars worth of shares and he basically unloaded and dumped all his shares at the top at the peak of the, the dead top of the internet bubble and uh yeah and and, he, and it ended up being 5.6 billion dollars worth of of uh yeah of stock of well cash he traded it so it's considered one of the, one of the top trades of all time kind of like up there with jesse livermore shorting the 1929 bubble you know <laughs> insane but yeah his his uh his company I'm not too sure, don't quote me, but I think it ended up being worthless. Uh, I think Yahoo just kind of deaded it, you know? But anyway, um, very interesting how he made his fortune with that. Then he switched to, he, he started investing and he bought the Dallas Mavericks. And now he's like doing all types of things that just whatever he wants to do, you know, just like investing wise. But anyway, he, he talked about the NFTs and how like the Dallas Mavericks um, are doing tickets as NFTs and like, they're free you know i guess if you buy the ticket but um if you're not in dallas and you're somewhere else and you want to buy these tickets as like these nfts as like souvenirs that creates a whole new marketplace for that like memorabilia um so it's interesting he talked about a lot of possibilities in the future with nfts which is really interesting you know so um they have a whole nft gallery over here of like people competing it's like like an nft competition that kind of thing and i don't know it's really cool um see what goes on with that i'm just observing everything i have no bearish or bullish stance on this stuff i'm just i just stick to stocks <laughs> you know that's a, uh that's you know that's 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 what i do i focus on that but i'm open to this This is actually really fun that i'm able to do this and come to miami to events like this in 2022 one goal i had was uh to attend conferences you know attend more conferences i'm going to go to a podcast one in march uh this bitcoin one maybe i go to another one whatever's out there if, if the t 
Tim Sykes puts out one that he usually does or like Traders for a Cause or something. I'm going to try to attend these now, you know, now that I can. Um, okay, so yeah, the mayor of Miami also, I didn't, I didn't see him come through, but actually I got to confess that I, I snoozed a little bit after Cuban. He's like, I took a straight flight over here. I actually tried to come in the day before, but the kite flight kept getting canceled. So I ended up like flying straight in, you know, it's, uh, it's too much, man. But uh, the flight's getting canceled. But um, I was tired, so I slept through it. I think he might have spoke while I was sleeping. I don't know. And that's kind of a shame because I really wanted to hear him talk because um, the mayor of Miami. So his father, Francis Suarez, his father was also the mayor back in the day. And he's really big with the commu Cuban community. And um, just a young stud of a guy, you know what I mean? So, like, he's just, like, tr trying to make Miami the crypto capital of the world. And um, I, Miami's really booming, you know? So, as a kid growing up here, you know, this, we're in Brickell. This was, like, the ghetto when I was growing up, you know? So, and uh, now, like, I haven't been back to this area and, like, looked around, like, for real. Besides just, like, drive around and that's it probably in like almost 10 years when i was back in college i came back here to like there was like some clubs and stuff i don't know i was interested in that back then but um the place has it's developed insanely like miami is booming there's like a building with designed by zaha hadid uh across the street if you, zaha hadid you know so it's one of the most famous contemporary architects of the century uh, she passed away recently, but um, insane that Miami has a building of hers now, you know? So it's, it's like her only skyscraper in the Western Hemisphere, I think. But uh, And then across from there is a Herzog and de Muron building. Um, the art thing, I, insane. That's like next level architecture right there. And then like all these skyscrapers. Because I remember back in 2009, 2010... The economy wasn't doing so well and it was coming off the real estate bubble and a lot of these buildings at the time they were like half built or empty and now it's like triple that quadruple that and like it's just absolutely booming around here insane to see you know uh the progress that miami has made you know insane insane and so the mayor of miami is like the top of that so and also Man, my, my Aunt Miami's got it together, and like, and Florida too, you know. So, it's coming from California, where there's like homeless everywhere, people in tents and drugs and all that stuff, doing smashing grabs. People don't get arrested uh, for up to one thousand dollars. People just steal up to one thousand dollars because walk out the store, insane. And uh, everyone's all this political stuff going on, <clears throat> handled all wrong. They got it all all wrong over there whoever's from over there needs to come over here like i i went um yesterday on the walk back to where I was, i'm staying i saw like the the police taking they blocked the streets off yesterday was a monday monday night this is like 6 p.m 7 p.m must have been like 400 kids uh inner city kids riding bikes with the cops all these cops with their bikes the kids weren't even wearing helmets. They weren't enforcing helmet tickets or anything. They're just all hanging out. And then, like, a whole barricade of cops, like, just going with the kids, you know? These are all teenagers. Teenagers, all, all types. All types, all races. It, it just, everybody just hanging out. And, um, you know, uh, and then I walked by a 7-Eleven this morning. And uh, there was, like, a, a guy trying to sleep in the, 
in the in the 7-Eleven, the front door, and a, the cop comes by to get his coffee and tells the uh, tells the guy, hey, you, you can't sleep here, <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> that would never happen in, in Los Angeles, you know. So, um, yeah, and everything clean, safe, brand man, every, it's 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 run well together. It's a well put city, at least. Brickle, Brickle was was a hardcore area just not too long ago and like now it's booming but anyway back to the conference so that was the mayor of miami speaking um another one i i liked i was awake for this one i, I chugged a bunch of coffee and um they i was awake for the bitcoin regulation panel really interesting they had like four four people talking about it and it was moderated and uh really interesting maybe I, I was thinking of doing a podcast like that like inviting a panel later um even though it kind of Never really wanted to do panels, you know. I wanted to step away from like the old how I was trained in architecture in grad school, always present in front of panels. Kind of sick of that. People, uh, I, I got sick of it because like the whole group think kind of thing and people were trying to conform. I don't know, man. But uh, that was a really good panel. That was a really good panel. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, really interesting to hear. Hopefully, they have that on YouTube so we can go more in depth in that. Maybe I do another podcast on Bitcoin regulation. But uh, and then another one was like this astronaut kind of, I think it was an astronaut NFT. <laughs> so they're trying to bridge like the NFT world and the real world together, and um, with things like this. So, so I know in Puerto Rico they're working on an NFT with like watches, high-end Rolex watches and expensive watches, and which is very interesting. And then um, now I'm start This guy presented an nft where you you buy the nft and it, it's a chance to win a, a a trip to space and um you go to space and the guy presented this man it seemed like a huge pump like he was just trying to excite people and like kind of like this like adam newman we work kind of character or who else who's that lady um the one from terrenos oh, i forgot her name whatever just slipped my mind for a second but like you know he was like that like this galactic he was talking like these huge buzzwords this galactic community coming together and like you can be part of this this community or like you know this club or whatever and um i think you the nfts like you buy it for five hundred thousand dollars or something like that and then he i thought he was an astronaut or something like he was speaking like he is an astronaut or he was and nah man he's just some guy I, i'm pretty sure I, <laughs> I wanted to do an interview with him, tell you the truth. That would be really, really entertaining. Because he's all, like, all hype. And people were, like, hollering in the stands and all that. You know, when you have, like, 5,000 people in the stands, some people people fall for that. And then, like, the emotion takes a hold of them. And they start, you know, this it's like like a stock, you know. One, you get the momentum buyers in there. Then you get the sheep that follow. And then more sheep, more sheep, more sheep. And you got to be a contrarian, you know. So you got to 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 make money off it, off the stock. But anyway, um... He was talking about that, and he was talking about he is the guy that trains you after you come back from space. So you have like this, uh, you can, uh, you, that, that's not like the highlight of your life, you know. So your highlight of your life is like um, coming back with the, from this experience and uh, making your dent in the world from that experience. I don't know, man. It's re- really weird, really like, uh, let's see if that turns into anything. Um okay then they had another one uh like a real a real estate company here that's like going all over trying to do real estate in um bitcoin beach in el salvador 
And what's interesting is I came, I just came back from El Salvador, January 2nd. And uh, yeah, so the president over there, Nayib, Na, I, I, I'm probably going to butcher his name, Nayib Bukele, um, came up. He's a marketing, advertising background guy. Uh, anyway, I did a whole podcast on that. It, it goes over everything. But he has a marketing and advertising background, and he's coming up with this whole... He's trying to change his whole country around. I think he's doing a good job, but he's also... you got to take it with a grain of salt because this guy's been trained and been doing this kind of advertising, marketing kind of gimmicks for a long time, which is which comes with uh, that kind of work. But um, he's starting this whole Bitcoin beach kind of thing, trying to make uh, El Salvador the Bitcoin capital of the world. And he's actually speaking at the next Bitcoin conference over here in Miami, which is going to be interesting because you're going to see... Francis Suarez, the mayor of Miami, and um, Nayib Bukele, the president of El Salvador, is just trying to be, one is trying to be the crypto capital of the United States or the world, and one, the other one's trying to be a crypto country of the world, capital of Bitcoin country. But um, Nayib Bukele is starting this whole Bitcoin beach um, community, this whole, actually Bitcoin beach or Bitcoin city um, by the volcanoes in, in El Salvador, and it the Bitcoin mining is going to be powered by the volcano, uh, however you call it, um, the lava or whatever. I don't know. I, I have the correct vocabulary in the other podcast. You want to go check that one out. It already slipped my mind. But anyway, um, he's going to attract like kind of like Puerto Rico does with the no capital gains taxes and all the benefits that come with with that. But like for his country, no capital gains, no taxes in general, no all that stuff, and I, I go over that in the, in the last podcast. So they're they're starting to have realtors sell stuff there um, in advance. So they have like a whole realty that does that here at the Bitcoin conference. You could actually start to look into buying property at uh, Bitcoin Beach and Bitcoin City in El Salvador and also other places. Um, okay, what else? Yeah, Crypto Banter is here, the podcast. I haven't checked that out, but they have like a whole booth and they're all talking constantly the whole day, like a whole day thing. I'm staring at it right now. Um, interesting. I'm going to go check that out. Um, the Tomb Finance guy, I don't know too much about him, but apparently he's a big guy in, in, in um, crypto. Oh, one thing I found interesting, they have like this whole Bitcoin mining rig over here. Um, I think they're trying to come up with a solution. I don't know, it looks really high tech. I don't know I don't know much about that. That's like some hardcore stuff. Um they have some watches. Oh yeah, another another booth here has like some watches that you can buy from anywhere from ten thousand dollars to four hundred fifty thousand dollars and you can pay with with Bitcoin. Um or BitPay or whatever. I think BitPay takes Shiba Inu and like Dogecoin. So you technically you can buy these high end watches up to four hundred fifty thousand dollars worth with Shiba Inu and Doge and Bitcoin, which is really interesting. <clears throat> and finally, okay, so they have an, the NFT, NFT gallery competition I mentioned. And my one of my favorite ones, it was really shocking to see, is the IBN booth, which is the Investor Brand Network. Um, they have a crypto network. Basically, these guys are the guys that do a lot of pump and dumps with the stocks so i found out some more intel over here so if you pay them four hundred dollars they will write any article you want they'll edit it a little bit but you can send any kind of pumpish article for 400 bucks and i've seen this happen many times and you can uh have them 
send blast the article out to like all types of news feeds and everything even like um benzinga <laughs> benzinga's uh, been lowering their standards the past year or so man <laughs> they're associated with so many pump and dumps but um then ibn was part of it so actually i was talking to the lady i was like oh ibn i love ibn you know i, I they're the guys that are pumping flgc right now flora growth and flora growth is like at a buck it's like under two dollars right now but it went all the way from to to uh 21 i think and i wasn't i was in columbia for that one i, I talk about that on a lot because uh yeah that was real fun and, and i nailed it you know <laughs> I, nailed it. I rode the motorcycle all the way up there this story i'm gonna have for the rest of my life but um um but yeah th- and they're ibn they're over here and they're the guys pumping floor growth right now as well as uh, a lot of other stocks so like if you go on the ibn website you can see i think so ip hawk shout out the ip hawk he um puts out his promotional email once a week on sundays i think and uh all, all the paper motions. This guy's on top of all of it. So and it's it's a lot of work. <laughs> so yeah, I and I think he has. You can you can have a pay subscription. It's not even that much, but he does all the work for you. Uh, I used to kind of do this on my own, and I have like an old email that gets bombarded with pump and dumps, like like from IBN. Um, so Floor Growth paid them per quarter ninety five thousand, and they also paid some more money for some more articles and all that really shady stuff and you could pay four hundred dollars for yeah for more articles but yeah they're here and they're 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 trying to get on the bitcoin pumping wagon you know so really interesting to see really fun so it's um 9 22 right now i got like half an hour more and they're gonna start again with the the presentations upstairs so yeah really fun so like um i'll probably do another one of these before i go but uh, in general, just having a blast here in, in, in uh, the Bitcoin conference, observing and, you know, learning, you know. So, yeah. Well, thank you for listening to the Friendly Bear podcast. I'll see you guys later. That concludes today's episode. Make sure to like and subscribe to the channel on the platform you use. The Friendly Bear podcast is hosted by me, David, where you can find me on Twitter at reverse underscore long. You can find the Friendly Bear podcast at www.thefriendlybearpodcast.com as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and now on YouTube at Friendly Bear Research. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Friendly Bear Podcast.